0: Welcome back to the Seller, Seller Fantasy Football Podcast. I'm your host, Mason Boyd, joined as always by Glenn Enos Junior. And Matthew Souza. Yo. What's happening, boys? Football season is over. the uh, well, regular season is over.
1: The regular season of 2020 is over. The year of 2020 is over. And so Thank far, god. 2021 ain't looking better.
0: <laughs> it's just no.
1: one long, long period of time. Yeah, I saw the. <laughs> who was it? It might have been. Uh, it might have been Mattos or something meme, or it's like that. That kid. And he's like, I'm kind of tired of living through all these historical moments. Yeah. Or, yeah oh yeah, my yeah. god. That.
2: I know. That was huh? really hard when
0: I saw that. I,
2: I didn't see the meme, but just that line alone
1: is uh, is good enough for me. Yeah, it's, it's true. It's getting we've gone through a lot. Kind of kind of aggravating. I just want my normal world. My fucking I want to see people. I want to have a beer. Yeah. You want to cook burgers for us? Cook, oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, obviously this is an audio podcast, and sometimes I rarely post the videos, where I was showing Susan and Mason my new Christmas gifts I got. Secret Santa. It's a matching Cowboys apron and chef's hat. It's pretty cool. So I, I was just showing them. I just haven't taken it off yet. Sometimes I wear it for fun. You know? Naked. Chef uh, yeah, yeah.
2: Naked. You should try that.
1: So, yeah. Um, week 17 is in the books. We're now heading into the real NFL playoffs. Fantasy is over. Thank God. Thank God. Unless you're playing second season. I am. I am, too.
0: I came in second last year. I'm just that's saying. Right? right?
1: You. you know? Um, real quick on week 17. Derek Henry. Oh, uh, we'll, we'll talk. Well, yeah, Mason, you know what? Let's go over everything week 17 uh, before we get into the award show. Because this is, you know, we have to kick off every year with the stellar award show. One well, of the yeah. Episodes of the year. That's right. That's right. Um, mm. And the last time we'll talk about 2020. Right. Uh, hopefully. Yeah. Except in history class.
2: Social Whoa. studies.
0: We're not in history class anymore, baby. That's right.
1: Social studies. When, social did, it, when did it stop being called social studies? Well, I don't school. think until
0: high school. Yeah, high school. When we grew some years. hair on
1: our balls. <laughs>
2: when was I had that? hair
0: on my balls in sixth grade. had
1: hair on my ass before I could
2: walk. Yeah, it was high school. And uh, I feel like that's like for everybody in every school everywhere. Maybe if that's you, just a
1: Massachusetts thing. Even Ethiopia?
2: Uh, what? Sure. <laughs> I don't know. Ethiopia, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> you think, you think <laughs> history or
1: social studies? <laughs> I don't know. I what do think you know? they got more <laughs>
2: important
0: things to worry about. Than exactly. Calling the history of social yeah, studies. Yeah,
1: exactly. Like what? What's more important than history?
0: Like, what the fuck they're going to eat for dinner? Damn, you went there, huh? That's went a, I do not s- I don't mean it. That's in something just, Susan would say. I don't mean what? it. In a, in a, <laughs> yeah, it is. But I don't mean it. Susan would <laughs> <I don't> mean <laughs> it in a, in a derogatory way. I'm just be, pointing out a fact. I mean, people
2: He's donate money and food all the time. <laughs> I mean, I give 17 cents a day to feed someone in Ethiopia.
1: Right, let me ask you a quick question before we get into talking football. When you guys, like, order food, like, if you go to, like, a drive through or if you're at, like, a supermarket or a CVS, and they say, would you like to round up to a dollar for support
0: adoption or support whatever? Do you ever do that? <laughs> I know why you asked this question, specifically for you to get the audio clip of me saying, fuck them kids. <laughs> but Just- uh, it depends. Sometimes I do. If it's it, – it depends. I actually uh, – I read – that you're not supposed to do that because I guess like the company gets like a, a tax break because of that because you're like donating through them, so it's like better for you to actually just donate directly to an organization right. rather than.
1: Through but no one's gonna do that. It's weird. I feel like
2: <laughs> you mean just like go to Wendy's and they say you want to donate a dollar. Yeah, they start Get off a free with coupon
1: book. It's like they say, do you want to donate? a dollar option No, I want to order a baconator. Fuck off with the kids.
2: No, I usually say yes. You do? I do. Wow. That's pretty good. I I feel like a jackass. But then like when I go back within like a next week or two, I'm like, I already did it. So I'm just gonna (laughs) say no.
1: (laughs) (laughs) What they used to do, and there's actually some incentive to it, is if you donate a dollar for adoption, they give you that coupon book for Frosties. They don't do that anymore
0: yeah some incentive and then you actually get the frosty and it's as big as my fucking oh, i swear
2: thumb. they 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 said that the last couple times although i don't remember actually getting one i could have sworn they said that.
0: back in I'm high school
1: what, we used to get one i don't think they do it now
0: what i went one time my mom donated one time and then after school one day or something she picked me up and she was like hey you want to go get some frosties or wendys and i was like yeah sure i was like i think it was in like middle school mom's like oh i have the coupons right so she pulls up to the window and she gives him the fucking coupons. And I'm not I shit you not, guys. This fucking tiny ass cup comes out.
1: Yeah, this yeah. This big. Here's you some-
0: put the straw in it and it's fucking like this. It sticks out like this much. It's
1: like a Frosty in a shot glass. Yeah, yeah,
2: basically. It's the Junior Frosty. The coupon books to get you the smallest one.
0: Hey, my mom not was like, like three inches tall. My mom was like. Like, i gave a dollar to these kids for this it's free okay well she thought it was funny she's like that's hilarious she's like i've never i didn't even know that yep. this was a thing yeah you're right scotty b would have been like ah, i want my dollar back He'd been like, see, ah, if,
3: I see, if to you actually talents.
0: if you
1: actually donated right and got the coupon book you would already know this right yeah i've true. gotten the like i said i used to do it when there was some incentive i'm not just gonna give you a dollar for the hell of it <laughs> yeah Fuck those kids. Um, but I don't, I don't understand how Fuck them kids, we bro. got into that.
0: You just um, said you wanted to ask us. I don't know. We're
1: talking about Ethiopia.
2: <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, Ethiopia. That's right. <laughs> that's right.
0: That's right. Jesus. Classic. Um, so, back to the principle at hand. If you have time or money to donate to Ethiopia, do it. Yeah.
1: yeah. Don't ask them about social studies or history. Cause, yeah, because they don't care. They don't care. <laughs> they don't give a shit. <laughs> they just want to know what's <laughs> for breakfast. Oh, man. All right uh, week 17 in the books, regular season done. And I don't know about you guys, but week 17 was absolutely meaningless for me. No football, like no fantasy football. Um, the Cowboys, oh, this' is so fucking. The fact that they even had a chance to win the division in week 17 kind of makes me sick because this whole year, I knew it was a wash. As soon as Dak went down, I was like, all right, forget it. Let's tank, rebuild the draft pick. They were three and nine projected to get a top five pick. And then they decided to win three straight games going into week 17 and had a chance to win the division. Not only did they not win their game against the giants, had a chance to help their chances of winning the division, but they also needed the Washington football team to lose. So with the Giants winning that game, they needed the Washington football team to lose against the Eagles on Sunday night. And Mason, did they lose on Sunday night?
0: Uh, no. The Eagles won, and I'm so happy that Oh, no, no. no. The, football, or the, the football team won. Right. I'm so happy that we're able to talk about this because I have been hearing the fucking Giants and and people in football Clutching their pearls, saying, How could you disgrace the integrity of the game? All right, listen, Doug Peterson, or, or I guess we should lay out what happened. So basically, the Eagles intentionally lost that game because Doug Peterson, halfway through the game, they were beating Washington. They uh Doug Peterson put in what, Zach Suggfeld, is that his name? I think it's Nate Nate Sugfeld. Nate Sugfeld, or whatever. Uh some third-string bum that they had Jerry on their Seinfeld. team. Yeah, Jerry Seinfeld. Uh What's up with that? And then yeah, the P- Joe Judge went, "What's up with that?" But uh, <laughs> <laughs> the uh, so he sucks. The Eagles ended up losing that game, and Washington's in the playoffs, which means the Giants got screwed, and they're out of the playoffs, and that sucks. Okay, but see, here's the thing, Joe Judge, uh, your team sucks, brother. You're fucking six and 10. And anytime you need help. Oh, sorry. Seven and nine. Anytime you you need help from another team to get into the playoffs, you have already failed. Okay. You're, you're, you're just asking to, to, to fucking get help. And then to all the people, they're sanctimonious. Oh my God. They tank for the pick. I wish the Patriots did that. I wish they did that. Instead, we're stuck with pick fucking 15 now. And that, like, that sucks when fucking no man's land. That's great. Uh, how are we going to get the next quarterback for the future? I don't fucking know.
2: Wait Maybe till the won. sixth
0: round. Yeah, yeah, wait till the sixth round. Bill Belichick would probably do that, honestly. But, oh, my God, it's just so annoying, dude. All the Giants fans and players crying, dude. All and right, even the Eagles players bitching and moaning about it. Oh, I don't get it. If you're going to be on the team for the next few years, don't you want to be better? Are you stupid? <laughs>
1: So like, you saw how bad the outrage was, and part of it was – I saw a tweet about this too. If the Eagles and football team play at Sunday at 1 o'clock, I don't even think it gets brought up. But because it was on prime time and that people were watching the game, yeah. I think I think that added more oh, yeah. fuel to the fire.
0: Yeah,
2: 100%. I don't blame the Eagles players. I'd be mad too. Like, you know, it's your last game of the season. It would be nice to win. It would be nice to upset your division mate to get them out of the playoffs. And- right, right and you're going to throw the game that they work so hard to, to play for that they're risking their bodies for. I don't blame the players, but uh the, Yeah, if the New York Giants and them are and the fans are upset about it, then I agree with Mason.
1: Right. It would be different if it was like if it was like uh it, like teams had the records like the Saints and the Bucks and they were like 12 and 4 and 11 yeah, and 5. Yeah, like exactly. these guys are t- the division leader was two games so far under 500 like. That's, Come on, it's, man. It's bad. Um so we saw the outrage on Twitter and everything about Giants fans, Eagles players, even common NFL fans would be like, you know, blah, blah, blah. Imagine, imagine if the Cowboys won that game and it would have been the Cowboys fans flipped and so like in the Giants position. Oh my God, there would have been even more of an outrage. I would have been pissed, but because it's the Giants, it's actually kind of funny. <laughs> <laughs> of course. And I like that. Um, and like I said, I'm, I'm, I'm one of the biggest Eagle haters there are but I envy what they did because I wish the Cowboys would have done that, you know, three weeks ago, instead of being the position they're in. Like right now it's like the Eagles are building for next year in the future with that pick that they need to be a better team. Um, Obviously you play to win the game and this and that Doug Peterson's never going to admit that he took him out to tank for the pick because they're not going to say that he said he was trying to win the game and they had plans to put in Sudfield in the game to get work anyway, but. Still, doesn't make sense. Um, but for everybody crying, like Giants fans, why are you going to wait until the Sunday night game of week 17? You know, like, come on.
0: Yeah. yeah. You know, Knock you know off the doing. bucks when you almost beat them. Right. Like, there are plenty of opportunities for you to pick up a game somewhere else right. that you could have done that and you just didn't and you failed and you missed the playoffs. Like you said, Glenn, if you were a team at a winning record, they were better – I I would understand like any, like the Miami
1: like, Dolphins.
0: Yeah, yeah, you exactly. Know? like I, I, okay that sucks, you know, but but part but of the game. If you're fucking seven and nine, don't don't cry to me. But like you are a you suck. You don't deserve to even be in the playoffs. You're getting in there by the fact that they allow you to get in by winning the division. The Patriots were seven and nine. They fucking suck. Okay, right. there is no like mincing words there about that and. And Judge, I don't know if you guys heard like his his press conference when he went total hard mode. He's like, "We will never do this as long as I am head coach of the New York Giants. We have integrity." Fuck you, Joe Judge. And then he said, oh, our players made sacrifices due to COVID." Yeah, so is everybody else in the fucking world, you idiot,
1: you fucking
0: donkey. <laughs> no, I love like. Like, what is wrong with you? Go pound sand, you fucking idiot.
1: Uh-huh. Donkey found insane. Um, oh, my god, week 17. Also, Derrick Henry ran for the quietest 2,000 yards I've ever heard of. I didn't even know it was a <laughs> thing until he got it. Um, you yep. needed what was it, 223 and he got 250.
0: I think, I think it was somewhere around there, 223, 230.
1: That's kind of insane. Like, talk about like, and be yeah. like, okay, basically put two worth, uh, two games worth of rushing yards into one and um, you'll be on an elite list of all-time running backs.
0: Let's be honest. If there was anyone who could wake up and said, I'm going to fucking get my 2,000 yards today, it's Eric Henry.
1: Also in a, in a big game that they needed to win, you know, to get into the playoffs. Yeah. So uh, um... kudos to them. Tighten up. I'm, I'll be rooting for my Titans in the AFC this year. Dude's
2: crazy. He ran for uh, 200 yards three times this year.
1: He's a man.
0: He's nasty. <laughs> but will he
1: be? Our stellar star of the year.
0: Mm.
2: That's not up to us now, that's is it? That's what in the industry
0: we call it, tease. Was he even on the ballot?
1: Mm. I forget. He was
0: not. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry. Are you boys
1: ready? Yeah. I'm it's ready. time. It is time for the 2020 Stellar Awards Show. Brought to you by your hosts, Glenn Ennis Jr., Mason Boyd, and Matthew Souza. We asked you, the listeners, to vote on our polls. We brought back the same awards as we did last season. Um, so let's see how you figure it out.
0: All right, well, Glenn's pulling that up real quick. Uh, something else I just wanted to say. Uh, as a Patriots fan, I'm very sad because after this season, there's nothing for me to look forward to because the Patriots did not build on anything at all this season. Their offense got worse. Their defense got worse as the season went on. Uh, so more time's ahead. Well, you got the Bruins. Uh, Bruins got worse, too. So I'm going to kill myself. Oh, oh, come on. <laughs> yeah. Didn't they lose Chara? They lost Chara and they lost Krug as well. Damn. So they're in trouble a little bit. i um, we'll to on talk day. about that on our hockey podcast. Uh, dude, I wish we had a hockey podcast. It's not too late. You know what? You're right.
1: <laughs> All right. <laughs> Stellar Awards show. And we're starting with the first award the steal of the draft. Mm. Now this this award is given to the player who had the best fantasy value from their original ADP, which stands for average draft position. And your nominees are Antonio Gibson from the Washington football team. Third down and six right up the gut. That is Gibson and he is gone. Third of the ball game for the rookie Antonio Gibson. And that is a knockout blow here in Arlington, Texas. Justin Jefferson from the Minnesota Vikings. Get this offense going fast. See if they can put it in the end zone one more time. This should help Justin
0: Jefferson.
1: Able to escape and get in. I thought Kendall Sheffield might rip his jersey off. But Justin Jefferson stays on his feet and scores it from 49 yards out. And his family loves it. And Josh Allen from the Buffalo Bills. Allen looked like he had digs if he won. He's got a better option. It's Lee Smith, the blocking tight end. On the receiving end of that touchdown.
2: Some pretty solid candidates.
1: You guys voted on this one, right?
0: I did.
2: I don't think I did, actually. I don't remember doing it. I'm pretty sure I voted for every single one. If
1: I'm not mistaken.
2: That's good. But if I had to vote, I would say that Gibson won. Unless the injury could hurt him. People probably needed him for those weeks. It's tough. I don't think it's Josh Allen at all, though.
0: I voted for Justin Jefferson personally.
1: And your winner is oh boy, Justin Jefferson. Oh, of the Minnesota Vikings.
0: Well, much deserved.
1: Yeah, uh, 58.3 percent of the vote went to Justin Jefferson. Next was Antonio Gibson at 25, and then Josh Allen at 16.7 I mean we got we got like hundreds of thousands of votes on these yeah <laughs> so yeah we we think every, every every vote matters so we think uh we think obviously our listeners for giving their input and deciding who goes home with what awards mm. so we'll have to send a certificate to Justin Jefferson in the mail for the steal yep. of the draft yep congrats Justin the next award Sousa actually initiated this award last year. So this is the second annual Trash to Treasure Award. Now, Sousa, can you explain to listeners what Trash to Treasure means? Of course, Glenn.
2: Trash to Treasure is an award given to an NFL player, fantasy player, who has already had a year or more under his belt and hasn't been good, or at least wasn't good the prior year. And then all of a sudden, well, I guess I should say someone who you would label as trash. Right. He's trash. Trash. Like Ronald Jones was trash. But then all of a sudden, Ronald Isaac Jones, trademark, correct. And then all of a sudden this year, that trash player
0: is great all of a sudden. I'm not so bad anymore, Jones.
2: Yeah. So that would be the treasure. So someone who was trash before and then had a great year this
1: year, that is your, that's your award. And the nominees are <laughs> Robbie Anderson from the Carolina Panthers.
3: What's that bear doing? Like a bear. Panther. That's Sir Per, bro. Who? Sir Per. How you say that? Sir oh. Per. Sir Per. Oh, Sir Per. Wow. You call him that? Yeah, that's his name. Bro. So you'd be like, what's up, Sir Per?
1: Yes, yes. TJ Big Cock Hawkinson. From the Detroit hmm. Lions, they put on Matthew Stafford. He has time, he hesitates, throws touchdown, Lions, and T.J. Hawkinson. And yes, you guessed it, the third nominee is Ronald I.Suck Jones II. <laughs> Two-yard line. Ronald Jones will get it. big hole. Jones gets by. Ronald Jones may go all the way. Being chased from behind. Does Jones have enough? Still on his feet. Ronald Jones. 98 yard touchdown. Any predictions as to who take away this board?
0: Um I'm thinking it'll be Ronald Isaac Jones.
2: I'm thinking it's gonna be Robbie Anderson. And the winner is...
1: I'm actually getting word that we have co-winners of the oh. second annual Trash to Treasure. No Award. way. Your co-winners are Robbie Anderson and Ronald Jones.
2: World well, right.
0: right. <laughs> hey Glenn, uh just for that, can I get a Boing? Uh most certainly. <laughs> Good call basically.
1: So Robbie Anderson and Ronald Jones both received thirty eight point five percent of the vote. Wow! Uh, so they both, compared to TJ Hawkinson's twenty three point one percent of votes. So they both will go home with a trash to treasure certificate. Well, half of one. Yeah, half of that. I guess they've cut it in half. How would they? Cut no, they'll, it both, they'll both hold it while they're running All in the man. end zone. <laughs> All right. Are we surprised? I mean, you guys both picked both candidates to win, so.
2: Uh,
0: no, it's just
2: for I'm per- surprised that it was a tie, but. Superior I think, intellect.
1: I think so far uh, the listeners, they got two awards, right? Uh, I mean, I, if I had to pick a guy, like a single guy, I would go Ronald Jones. Ron, Robbie Anderson was pretty good as well. So, uh, it was close. The mm. listeners got these right.
0: I agree.
1: Mm. Okay, up next. All right. Is the 2020 breakout fantasy player of the year? And Mason, what is the criteria to become a breakout fantasy player?
0: So, breakout fantasy player means that kind of like trash to treasure. Uh, you know, you've been in the league for like a year or so, and uh, you know you you have yourself you have yourself a year. You Make no, a name for yourself. Cement uh, so yourself as a stud in the fantasy football world.
1: So these three guys have been in the league for a year or so, and they had themselves a year. Your nominees for Breakout Fantasy Player of the Year are David Montgomery from the Chicago Bears.
2: Oh, yeah. With Montgomery
1: on first and ten, his running back in a hole, and then he's off with a nice step on. D.K. Metcalf from the Seattle Seahawks. Wilson surveys, fires, and it is going to be caught by D.K. Metcalf for a touchdown. And That's Stephon going. Diggs oh, from man. the Buffalo Bills. Right, 20. Off the play action. Allen, hit as he throws, able to complete it. It's Diggs, and taillights time. Diggs is looking back. Touchdown. And your winner.
2: This is really tough. I got to say it's DK. I think it's DK as well.
1: And your winner is. DK Donkey Kong Metcalf from the Seattle Seahawks. With 50% of the vote. Nice. Yeah, he deserved it. He had a really big jump. Stephon Diggs came in a close second at 41.7% of the vote and not so much love for Dave Montgomery at 8.3% of the vote. I mean, Dave Montgomery. Top
2: six running back.
1: Yeah. I I think he flew under the radar because his second half of the season was fucking outstanding. But Metcalf has been great all year. But, yeah, DK Metcalf, a breakout fantasy player of the year. Is he a first-round pick
0: next year? Um, I Damn. would say so. I think so. Late first round. This fucking cat knocking my allergy medicine
2: off my nightstand. Get out! Uh-huh. Only uh, we had fourteen main league, and I think only two wide receivers went in the first round. Two or three, Michael Thomas, Julio. So I don't know if it's gonna be as running back heavy next year. People like Miles Sanders and Kenyon Drake might not be in the first round, so maybe there's room for him. But I'd still take Michael Thomas, Adams, Tyreek over, over to Metcalf. So I don't think it will be first round.
1: You take Michael Thomas over?
2: I think so. Well, as long as Breeze is there. But I'm not sure. Eh, something to talk about next season. Oh, we have a long way to go. We have spring. We have summer in between that's them.
0: If, that's if America doesn't burn to the ground first. True. Keep marching you- on.
1: To our next award,
2: yes, I can actually the whole country just visible from space. You just see a big
0: <laughs> fire. Uh, I, don't, I don't want to think of that. Okay, okay. <laughs> I don't think it's that far fetched at this point, Susan. Um
1: the next award, tell me bear is for stellar performance of the year, which would mean the most impressive fantasy performance in 2020. And your nominees are Dalvin Cook, week eight against the Green Bay Packers. With that, it brings up a third and nine. Four-man rush trying to set up a screen. They've got some blocking. Cook taking advantage. First down and more. Dalvin Cook breaking free into the open. Cook all the way. Touchdown, Minnesota. Tyreek Hill. Week 12 against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. It's like third and one for this team. Down the field, who else? Hill at the 10, cut back, touchdown. Touchdown and a leak. Carlton Davis has been beaten again. And Hill is over 200 yards in this opening quarter. Still on pace for his thousand. And Alvin Kamara, week 16, against the Minnesota Vikings. I think we were there for all of them. (laughs) Kamara in a tailback. He's got five rushing touchdowns. And uh, now six. Tied for the most all-time.
2: And these were like... Cook, um, Camaro, and Hill had over 50 points. Dalvin Cook had, like, 45 points. These were big games.
1: Huge. Week-winning games. Mm-hmm. Um, Tyreek Hill won me that week against Mason. I'm trying to throw it out there.
0: Okay. Yeah, thanks right. for reminding me. All right. Thank
1: is he the winner, though? The, the winner of the stellar performance of the year? Yes. Yeah. Alvin Kamara, week 16 against Minnesota. Has to be. Anybody have a stats for that game? Uh, Six touchdowns. Six touchdowns. That's (laughs) all you need to know. That's all you need to know. (laughs) Six rushing touchdowns. I'm sure he threw on some yardage here and there. But uh, it was good enough.
2: I'm sure he threw for one, too. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Yeah. Um, It accumulated for how many fantasy points? 54?
2: I believe so. Sounds about
1: right. He said, Breeze, you're playing for
2: Mason's toilet bowl right now. Just give the ball to me.
1: Give it to me. And that's what he did. 66.7 of our listeners voted for Alvin Kamara, followed by 25% voting for Tyreek Hill, and 8.3 voting for Dalvin Cook.
2: Let's not forget Tyreek Hill had 200 yards in the first quarter. Is that what it was?
1: Right. That's what, you know, it's sucked that's on. That's absurd. I don't know. Tony Romo said he was on pace for 1,000. After the or first I mean, quarter.
2: That's not good math. That's not good math. <laughs> <laughs> but a for effort. Yeah. Could you that's imagine, fun. though? They don't, that wouldn't be possible. No. They would keep throwing the ball up 80 to four or something. Right.
1: Four. 80 to five. Seven. Ten. Twenty. All right. Mason, I think you – should uh, should announce this award, but you don't know uh, who it is. So just, just say what the award is, and then I'll give you the nominees.
0: All right. This award, of course, near and dear to my heart. Oh, yeah. Is uh, <laughs> of the year.
2: <laughs> oh, I was not
0: expecting that.
1: Fuck of the year, baby. Uh, and what is the fuck of the year, Mason?
0: Dude, it's, it's the guy who you took in probably the first or the second round, and you were like, this is going to be my stud. This guy is going to be my weekly score, 15 plus points. And he said, nah, fam, I'm going to give you maybe 10 or less. Occasionally, they had like that one game that you were like, ah, oh, this is why I drafted this guy. Mm-hmm. Just a just a needle you along and then that was it that was it so boys fuck of the year
1: brought to you by pb and j lube mm. if you're gonna get fucked it's my one of my favorite awards might as well usually
0: why because it's usually someone on my team
2: no that's just i don't know i like disappointment
1: oh, <laughs> oh then you must have loved last that's a season. sound bite
2: <laughs> i know last season
1: yeah. Your nominees for fuck of the year are Le'Veon Bell from the Kansas City Chiefs, also played with the New York Jets in this year,
2: and was on my team.
1: I drafted
0: him and on my team, the When you go back and look at the past two years, why do you think it didn't work out in New York? It's not, it's, it's not, you know, too much I can say about as to why it didn't work in New York. It just didn't work out, you know, and um. The fact that uh, you know it didn't, it kind of led me to the position I am here today. Um,
1: T.Y. Hilton from the Indianapolis Colts.
3: T.Y., I just want to clarify something from Sunday. You said you can only run the plays that are called. Do you have any issue with the play calling so far? No, 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 no.
2: He was my stellar star of the year candidate. Yikes. And <laughs> Todd Gurley from the Atlanta Falcons. I traded for him, but then I sold him.
1: Hey! Don't score. Yeah, I would. Don't score. Down. Don't score. Get the first. Get the first. Get down. He's gives this to Gurley. Gurley through the middle. They're going to let him score. And he went in. That's a big mistake by Todd Gurley. Lions are going to get it back. What
2: a mental mistake by Todd Gurley. Boys. It's got to be Todd to Divian. No, Your fuck of the down.
1: year is. Maybe, Bell. Le'Veon Bell. Yeah. the Kansas City Chiefs at a whopping 63.6% of the vote. Damn. Followed and you
2: by – I'm sorry. You could even include, like, the hope that there was when he went to the Chiefs.
1: Right. Oh, still
0: he still didn't me. do anything. And when he trust stepped me.
1: in for Clyde, when he got
0: hurt too. Oh, trust exactly. me. Yeah, yeah. I know. <laughs> I know the disappointment, guys. I wear, like, a badge at this point. That's why we're friends, too. Susan. This is why Susan's like, I love disappointment. That's why we're friends.
2: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> My luck is uh, is not too far away from yours, mate. And I'm realizing that every year.
1: It's not a good trend.
0: Welcome to the dark side, Susan.
1: Le'Veon Bell gets the 2020 fuck of the year. Uh
0: who was um, it last year? I don't
1: know. Fuck of the year? Yeah. I know two years ago, it was Gronk.
0: Well, regardless, Bell, uh, look for a nice Fed-ass FedEx package coming up. Of a golden uh, dildo. Of a golden dildo. Uh, we'll what also send a you one? a, a uh, <laughs> yeah, a nice bottle of PG, PBJ <laughs> Lube. We so you can take that. it, and you can shove it up your ass. Right. Thanks, dickhead. Yeah.
1: Yep. Now we're, yep. we're going to switch things up because I, this award this might be the most prestigious, but I think there's a new award that's taken a little more prestige. A lot more people were vying for it this year. Um, so we're going to do the Stellar Star of the Year right now, brought to you by Reddit Rumble Vibrators. Finish the job that you're a man or woman. Nope. Yep. i almost up. Or woman. <laughs> or woman.
2: Okay. Okay.
1: Started your stellar star of the year, boys, which would be the most valuable fantasy player in 2020. The nominees are Dalvin Cook, from the Minnesota Vikings.
3: Restriction, here's
1: the first down, handoff, and Cook, like a bullet break, oh, he's gone! There he goes, galloping, chased on the play by True Truffaut, give him six! What a play, 70-yard run! Alvin Cook. There may be none better in the NFL than this guy right here. Devontae Adams from the Green Bay Packers. Hey, P19! Let's oh, no. coming. Rockets fires. And that is a fantastic catch by Adams. Another one. Alvin Kamara. From the New Orleans Saints. They really have had no success with that tonight. That's been such a great package, and it's just not working tonight. them. Breeze look deep covered. comes back Kamara. Made a man miss. Salvin Camara across midfield still on his feet. Kamara's got a bunch of room and some blockers. Hurling about blocker at the 25. Inside the 50. What a run by Kamara, who's all the way in for a touchdown. Wow. Fifty. Two for Kamara. And Travis Kelsey from the Kansas City Chiefs.
2: The Holmes pumps, fires, and he's got a completion to Kelsey, his 100th catch of the year, and he's the first tight end in NFL history to have two 100-catch seasons. Has to be Kelsey.
1: And your winner is... Devontae Adams from the Green Bay Packers. Upset alert! Wah, 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 wah. Devontae Adams got 70% of the vote. Wow. wow. That's crazy. Is, that, is that logical? Followed by Dalvin Cook with 20% of the vote. Are you Are you serious? And then Alvin Kamara with ten percent of the vote, and your boy Yo. Kelsey, not a single vote out of the hundreds and thousands that we got. Not one vote oh out of the hundreds God. and thousands.
2: Dude oh. was like a number two in receiving behind Kelon Diggs.
0: If if he was in the other categories, he would have been a wide receiver three. He would have been wide receiver three, and he would have been running back four.
1: What would he been at quarterback? That I don't know. Well, probably like twelve. Regardless, back it was with Devontae Adams. First-time winner of the Stellar Star of the Year. Is it well-deserving? You guys seem like you're surprised. He had 18 touchdowns. (laughs) Devontae Adams? Yeah. Uh, Yeah, he's the number one wide receiver.
2: Well, I know that, but damn. That's pretty stellar.
1: It's very stellar.
2: But I just feel like you got to give Kelsey the boost from being a tight end and still scoring. He scored 260 fancy points. Adams scored 300. Yeah, And he's a tight end. And Tyreek Hill was there with him. Yeah, but Devontae Adams. Is and he just, had more yards at him than Adams. Yeah. On less receptions. Yeah,
1: but how many touchdowns? Kelsey had 11.
2: So not seven, 18.
1: So seven more. Uh, TDs are what we like on this podcast. As long as
2: they're divisible by two. Uh, which 18 is.
1: What if they're a prime number?
2: And something went wrong.
1: Or something went really right. What about 23?
2: 23 TDs?
1: Isn't that how much Randy Moss had the year he broke the record? I could try to look it up. But 23 is a prime number, right?
0: 23 is a prime number, yes.
1: Alright. Yes. So nothing went wrong there.
2: Um yeah, I'm gonna look it up. Randy Moss TD. I should probably type the record too.
0: Twenty-three. Damn, Glenn, statistical knowledge. In
1: what year? Two thousand seven. Yes. Of course, two thousand seven. That, that was the year was That was the year of eighteen and up. One month ago, Super Bowl. And then they lost. And then they lost.
0: And I was right.
1: And I was right. <laughs> Last but not least, gentlemen. Like I said, this award might be taking over as the most prestigious award. <laughs> we actually had people vying, uh, vying for it. Um, and this award is guest oh. of the year on the Stellar Stellar Podcast. And your nominees are. Devin Clemens, also known as Patriot Maiden. Jake Aronson, also known as second place.
0: <laughs> oh, come on.
1: And Jake Fryer, also known as the devil. <laughs> I'm I'm I did vote for this one. This is the only
2: one I voted for. I remember this one. All
1: right. Boys, the guest of the year. Is Dev Clem?
0: Congrats, Dev!
1: Congratulations!
0: Congrats,
1: Dev Clements. Had, that was a good. That was a great episode because it was.
0: Episode.
1: Uh, why was it a great episode?
0: No, no, I said it was a good
2: episode.
1: I know, but I wanted was, to give it, give it a reason why, and I, I was trying <laughs> to think of one.
2: He provided some actual insight behind the Patriots and and his duties at being in the NFL. And uh, we did a mock draft with him. I drafted Levi Bell in that too. Draft.
0: That's right. Yep. Damn. My team. I'm pretty sure my team in that mock draft was definitely you know better than my team ended up being. You know what? I still drafted
2: Julio and Bell in the, that mock. So shame on me.
1: Let me let me see what I can do here first of all let's let's reflect on the seller awards any any surprises any different di- bleh, disappointments um I think
2: Kelsey should have got more credit
0: yeah he didn't get one credit
2: he didn't even get one
0: credit <laughs> no Kelsey's just happy to get nominated
2: other than that that's fine I think um for Gibson and Ronald Jones we should uh you know, like those bracelet charms or something that are cut in half that you give one to one person, or the other, like, like a another bracelet. Gets the other. Yeah, and then like when you when you're together, you can combine them and it connects. We gotta do that with uh, the certificate and the frame that it goes in. So when and one, then
0: they combine like a fucking robot and they turn into a better football player, and it turns out that the two of them combined were actually Derrick Henry the whole time. <laughs> okay,
1: I don't know about that, but
0: yeah. well, you mean ever seen like Transformers? It's also
1: fun. I've i I've seen Transformers a lot. I wanted to say that also to this too. That I forget to mention this when we went over the award, but there was one write-in for the Trash to Treasure Award. And that was Nelson Aguilar. Ooh.
0: That's a good one, actually.
2: Fucking piece of shit he is.
0: Fuck you. Okay. Fuck you. You still beat me. He <laughs> no.
2: <Fuck my> <laughs> it goes, it's it's real as another league, a dynasty league we're in. Gomes had him in, in the first round of that playoff matchup, and uh, he got 18 points, just like he had a, a blow-up game. 24 is more. That's what he had with, when I played you. But 18, I lost by, like, four points and missed out on a championship because of Nelson Aguilar. And if he had been the reason that I won the toilet, too, I mean, I could still blame him because he did everything in his power to get me the toilet. Luckily, it didn't happen. But, so, yeah, I hate him. I will never have him on my team. hate
1: him? Yeah. It's a strong word.
2: I don't like him. If I had a golden dildo to send, I would send it to him.
0: Wow. That's fucked up.
1: So if you were in a room with him, Hitler, and Osama, and you had two bullets in the chamber, you'd shoot Nelson Haglund twice? (laughs) (laughs) I love that. Damn. (laughs) Jesus Christ! Um, Ronald Jones and Robbie Anderson. That that was good. I'm, I'm glad they tied because I could. I, it was really tough decision to pick one. Um, like I said, I picked Ronald Jones, but and honestly, who thought Ronald Jones would be that good?
0: Not Nobody. Craig. Definitely not Craig. No,
1: especially with Lenny uh, going to the Bucks. Uh, he still had, wasn't. And Shady McCoy too.
2: He still wasn't all too great. I think he was like an RB twenty something. He was treasure. Ronald Jones finished uh, Standard League 15, PPR 20. So it's an RB2. RB, uh, higher end RB2, kind of.
0: No. Not bad.
1: Or did mid-range. We, did we think he was gonna be that?
0: Definitely
1: not. No. But Devontae Adams, shocking the world. And I don't I guess so. Is it weird that like I feel like he was kind of slept on out of most soup like superstars in fantasy this year?
3: Yeah, I think so.
2: Like before like for the draft or during the season?:
1: Well, the draft and the season, like I feel like it would just be like it would be quietly that he dropped 27 points every week.
0: <laughs> uh, a little bit. I think it might have only been for us because he was on the quietest person in the league's team. That's true. <laughs> it's, just, it's not like yeah. Devontae was going to drop forty points and JV was going to be like, "Yeah, guys, I fucking told you, Devontae was great. Suck my dick, Devontae was part the practice, bro. He's playing this week."
1: <laughs> I want well, that, that- on a card, and I want JV to read that off word for word. Just <laughs> that- muster up those words. But regardless of
2: him being quiet, I think if he was eleven and two. You, you would notice more. you like, wow, JB won again. Oh, because Adam's got 30 points. Oh, JB won again because Adams got 30 points every week. What the hell? Yo! Hey! The
1: guest of the year has arrived. I <laughs> knew something. What up? What up? I, f- I figured you'd have you on for uh, maybe an acceptance speech of being guest of the year on the Star podcast. <laughs> I would be honored. Good. <laughs> and first of all, I want to. Say that the two other candidates, Jake Aronson and Jake Fryer, uh, also good friends of mine, but they just didn't have what you had and what you brought to the table in the
3: Stonis of the pod. Well, I'm glad that you feel that way. And um, yeah, where's my damn award? So <laughs> what we're doing is we're sending out certificates.
1: Uh, you should be able yeah. to get them in the mail, maybe like two or three years from now.
3: <laughs> years. Oh, all right. I'm not going to hold my breath because I might die. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Uh, so yeah, stellar. I'm, I should say guest of the year on the Stellar Sheller Pod. How's it feel?
3: Feels good, guys. It Feels good. I enjoyed uh, that podcast with you guys for sure. I get to uh, plan out my um, what ended up being a terrible fantasy season for me. So I'm glad I got to you know <laughs> warm too. that up just to join the club. A plot in my face. Did that mock draft help you at all going into the? Year? <laughs> no, <laughs> didn't help me a lick. <laughs> yeah, Not help me
2: at all. But I'll tell you what, you were right when you said Damian Harris was the better uh, running back. In New England. It took a while for him to actually play and, and do well, but he, he proved to be the one. Yeah, for sure.
3: He was the uh, PFF's second best running back in the NFL uh, in terms of overall grade, which I thought was incredible. It so goes one? to show how effective he was when he's on the field. Was number one Derrick Henry? I believe number one was Dalvin Cook. Uh, that makes sense. Oh, yeah. Hmm. He
2: didn't
1: rush for 2,000 yards. That's he did true. not. <laughs> um, what else am I going to say? So, while we have you real quick, give us any any positive thoughts you could tell us about the Patriots next year.
3: They got a lot of money to spend this offseason. What are they going to spend? <laughs> That's good. Yeah, I, I mean, if there's ever a year to spend it, this is the year, right? I mean, why wouldn't they spend it? They don't really have a reason to not spend it. So where are they going to spend it? Are they going to use it at the most important position possible, quarterback,
1: or are they going to like put a little bit here, put a little bit there, and then just roll with whoever they decide to put out at QB next year?
3: I think they're going to spread the wealth a little bit in terms of how they uh, how they use that cap space. I think I think in terms of free agency, they're going to want to use a decent chunk of that on a wide receiver. That's a lot of good wide receivers um, that are about to become free agents. We'll see, you know, if some of those guys resign or whatnot over the next couple of months with their uh, respective teams. But when you look at, you know, Juju Smith Schuster or Kenny Galladay or my favorite Allen Robinson, those are guys that you bring them in here. They're going to ball out right away. It's not someone that the Patriots have to develop, which is something that we know at the receiver position they've struggled with. But um, when it comes to using that $60 million they're going to have, um, to spend in free agency, I think that's a wise way to spend it, and I think that I'd be down to see them get some mid-tier quarterback and then draft the guys well and have them compete for the starting quarterback job next year.
1: Do you think it's going to be tough
3: to reel in those wide receivers with no quarterback? Yeah, I mean, listen, a lot of the a lot of the reason why the Patriots were able to get so many um, well-known guys at decent rates over the past was not. Not really because of Bill Belichick. It was because Tom Brady was in the house. Right. And now, you know, you can still say you got Bill Belichick and have one of the greatest head coaches of all time, which is you know definitely something that's taken into consideration. But coming off a season like they just did and with the team, you know, however, at whatever point in time it may be in free agency, someone might look at the roster and say, well, this isn't where it needs to be. And they got a lot of pieces they need to fill in. So I'm not quite sure I want to buy into what they're telling me right now, you know? So uh, I'm interested to see what they can do in order to reel in some of these higher profile guys because they need them in order to um, find some success moving forward.
2: Does having money does that uh, influence? Can that influence trades too? I read a rumor that Deshaun Watson might be asking for trades.
3: I mean. Money, not so much. We're, we're you're talking more draft picks, and when it comes to getting somebody like a Deshaun Watson, which I would absolutely love, I think it would be worth every single penny for in the, the Patriots' perspective. Um, but really, what it's going to come down to is the money would be a factor if we're looking at someone that wants a new contract, and yeah, yeah, the team, yeah, the team that they're on right now isn't going to give it to them, so that's really when it becomes a factor. But in Deshaun Watson's case, that's not, that's not really going to be necessary, so um. Again, depending on who it is, yeah, money could be, but not necessarily in this case.
2: Any questions, comments, concerns about Glenn's chef outfit?
3: Oh, yeah. <laughs> I was going to make a comment about I was like, That's well, that why I is, was cracking up earlier. That is a, a nice, like, chef's Dude, it's, 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 about it's a it a Santa
1: Christmas gift, and I had to show them when we started because I didn't show them before. And I just kept it on the whole podcast, and cool. I didn't even think of that when you came on. I, I started <laughs> it. With, that's I
3: was hey, cracking in the you middle. You're the only one repping your colors tonight. All right, I also made sure I got my cult sweatshirt on because I know they're gonna be playing the Bills this weekend. Like I'll stand up so you guys can see it. This nice big. Oh damn!
2: <laughs> Jesus! <laughs> wow! Yeah, listen, I, I mean, keep it uh, nice and
3: cold in this house, just like my takes. All right. So, <laughs> so Colts against Bills. Who you got? Bills. As much as I want my Colts to win, the, the Bills are just—they're a buzzsaw right now, man. They're—they're they're beating, they're stomping on everybody. So I don't think the Colts are going to get in the way of that happening again. All
1: right. Um. This is this is kind of tough to say, but gun to your head, who's going to be the Patriots quarterback next season? Jesus. <sighs> boy. Oh boy. All right. I should I should say this. Any chance we see Jared Stidham ever start at the QB position again in New England?
3: No. No. It's it's not happening. I mean – And we already know that
1: Cam's not going to come back.
3: Listen, I mean, you got plenty of people trying to refute the reports from Adam Schefter saying that he is going to return. I mean, I think the pages just don't want to disrespect him by closing the door on the idea of bringing him back right away. Right. You know what I mean? I think out of respect for him, they're saying, you know, we're going to talk about it. But in reality, come March, he's going to be a free agent. But Jarrett Stidham, man, you look at how Cam Newton played and the fact that he got benched three separate times throughout the year. Right. And the fact that Jarrett Stidham still couldn't do anything or even anywhere near enough to, like, take the job away from him. That's I, so heard, cool. I heard it was,
1: like, a, um, not like a discipline thing, but I feel like Stidham just didn't have, like, the right mindset to be, like, a Patriots quarterback. Like, like I feel like he rubbed, like, coaches and somebody else the wrong way. That's what I heard. I don't know if, if you can confirm any of that's true or, or whatnot.
3: I mean, I myself haven't heard any of that stuff. From what I've heard, he's he's done, you know, he's done everything in terms of being in the film room, being a hard worker, going in early, coming out late. He does all that stuff, as far as I've heard. But I mean, when it just comes to on-field production, man, if you don't got it, you don't got it. it doesn't matter what you do. I just I just read the other day, uh, Greg Bedard over at Boston Sports Journal. He just he shared some news that uh I think it was or it might have been somebody else. I can't quite remember. Um, but that, you know they talked about how Cam Newton was in that. In those film rooms and in that inside Gillette stadium for 17 hours a day, 17 hours a day, you know what I mean? So it's great that he was taking the time to do that. But again, we didn't see it. It's not going to bring him back to <laughs> translate year. on the field. <laughs> right. Um, so yeah, I mean, like I said
1: before, gun to your head. I wish I say? Who's the most logical option? To be quarterback for the New England Patriots. Oh,
3: I was hoping I talked my way out of this. Yeah, no. we, <laughs> got, we got to hear,
1: we got to hear something. That way, we when when it actually happens, we can go back to this state and be like, Ah, Dev was right, or Dev doesn't
3: know shit. Or... Well, no, a wild take. So that way, if it does happen, I'm just, I'm gonna have to receive some other award from you guys. All right, right. I'm, gonna, I'm gonna say Jimmy Garoppolo. Wow,
2: nice, nice. Okay. Honestly, what a plot twist. I can
3: see that. That would Super Bowl be something bound. else. He, Matt Stafford's going to go to the 49ers. Jimmy oh. Garoppolo's going to end up with a Patriots. Okay, let me write this down. Hold on. <laughs> this is like – this is like, a layout a map. of events, all right? I, I
1: can see that happening. I've, I've, I've heard like – People have been saying about like Stafford and stuff, but I can't see him like not being a Detroit Lion. Like I feel like I mean, through I all the
3: – Through all the shit he's been through. Brady
1: and a Patriot – Like and anything besides a Patriot's uniform. Right. That's probably the biggest one of them all. Yeah. Right, but, like, I feel like if Stafford was going to leave, he would have left, like, before, you know? I, I mean, like I completely agree good. with you, but
3: I don't know. I just feel like – Right, man, and then again, you know, I also, also thought good. about
1: that with Philip Rivers, too. Sorry. Yeah, true.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Awesome, true, and now he's in a Colts uniform. All right. Yeah, no sacred cows, man. Um, Glenn, I want to ask you a question about your Cowboys. Oh, here we go. All right, I Chef. Think, I think – I think, I think <laughs> <the connection's- laughs> The connection's breaking up. Yeah, oh, oh, is All it right. breaking up? Yeah. What, what are they going to do with Dak Prescott? Are they going to tag him again? Are they going to, you know, have some decency for him and let him walk and do what he wants? I was trying Price to avoid, just went
1: down. I was trying to avoid – actually, no, it has not, Susan. I'm, I was trying to avoid any Dak Prescott talk on this week's episode of the podcast. Oops. Um, he's got – you listen to Jerry Jones speak – and it's like nails on a chalkboard because everything he says is so fucking ludicrous and I can't stand it. But he, like, when you look at the situation with the Cowboys, Dak literally cannot have any more leverage. Like, like, in this situation, I'm obviously, you know, he's coming off the injury, but it's an injury he can return from. How he'll play coming back, nobody knows. But what we saw from this Cowboys team this year between Andy Dalton, who apparently was the best backup in the league when we signed him or a guy that you would want as a backup because he was a starter for so many years in Cincinnati. Um, He couldn't cut the mustard. We had Ben DiNucci. We had fucking Gilbert Grape at quarterback one week. Um, And you see how the season ended up, you know, short of their goals. They didn't win the division. They didn't make the playoffs. Um, If Dak Prescott is playing football, I think the Cowboys this year – would have a good enough record to win that division. I'm not saying they would they would go to the Super Bowl or whatever because the team still sucks, but I'm saying they can go at least seven and nine or eight and eight to mm-hmm. win the division this year. Um let's not forget they should have been zero and four with him. That's true, but they weren't. But I'm, you you look at the games that that Ben Danucci had on that Sunday night against the Eagles. If Dak Prescott's playing that game, it is a complete different ball game. And there was a lot of games like that this season. So Dak really does have all the leverage. If, if they stoop so low as to franchise tag him again, because he literally betted on himself again this year to play on the franchise tag. And he was balling until he got hurt leading the league yeah. in passing yards the week, two weeks after he got hurt, he was still leading the league in passing yards, <laughs> which was kind of nuts. Um, yeah. So, I mean, it, it'd be foolish. I mean, because right now Dak's developed to the into the quarterback that you want as your franchise quarterback for the Cowboys to completely say, "Nah, we're all set and try to go through the rebuilding process with another quarterback. We've already seen how that's worked out this year, and we've seen it in years past when Romo's been hurt too. It's just not like you're not going to
3: find a guy like that." Yeah, right. Well, I'm going to leave you guys with a flaming hot take before I leave here, all oh, right. Here we go. Another another quarterback change here, okay? Yeah, Dak Prescott so, to New England. Philip oh, Rivers. Philip Rivers is going to retire. Okay. And then the Colts are going to sign Dak Prescott. Oh, wow. <laughs> I really
1: need to write this down. And then the Cowboys will sign Andrew Luck. <laughs> <There you> go. <laughs> he goes out of retirement.
3: Stafford to the Gentlemen, front. Gentlemen, I guys. am honored to get the uh, the guest of the year award. Is that what you call it, correct? Yeah, I, that's what award. I think this is. I am cool. honored to get it. And I thank you all. For, I think to you all your listeners who voted for me, I'm blessed. And um, I'm just going to leave with one thing before I just end this. Okay. You ready? Ready. Fuck you, Mason. What? <laughs>
2: <laughs> what? <laughs> He's out.
1: He's out. What the
3: hell?
2: Oh Glenn, did you tell
1: her to do that? No. That was a shoot, as they call okay. it the wrestling business. Alright. Damn. Interesting. That was our guest of the year. Telling no. our That was a shoot, Glenn. I got ass. I would why would I ever say you know, hey, when you leave, say, fuck you, Mason. That what like- do you mean,
0: why would you not say that? <laughs> That's not me. That's
1: not something i do. I would have said like something like, hey, Mason, say hi to your mother for me. You know, <laughs> something like that. You oh, know? my God. Damn. All
0: right, all right, all right. That was
1: our guest of the year, and we'll have to have him back on, uh, especially, I like talking Patriots with him, especially now that they suck. It's, it's good to find, like, uh, some good quips and see what he's thinking about this shitty-ass team.
2: Mm. I wrote down the takes. <laughs> Stafford to the Niners, Jimmy G to New England. Honestly,
1: Jimmy cold. G to New England, man.
2: I love that. That would be crazy.
1: Uh, that would be something else.
2: It's like the last season of the episode of the show,
0: and Ed Ed Stark comes back. I'll take what I can get at this point. <laughs> we did not talk about Game of Thrones, please. You're wearing the sweatshirt, Mason. I am cold. That is why. <laughs> God damn it. I don't know. I
2: honestly didn't look anything up. I just had a Game of Thrones question today, and then you wore the sweatshirt, and then I'm bringing it up again today um, uh, in the podcast. So just a random Game of Thrones day, I guess.
0: Devin, text, Devin texted me a fucking heart after he just.
1: Jeez. Uh, <laughs> all right, all right. Uh, Mason, Mason was low key like, "What the fuck? What did I he do?" Was, he was I don't know. Like, but it was
0: <laughs> like like I. I was waiting for the opportunity to tell him that I like the flow, and then he
1: fucking. I was like, "Damn, Dad, what the heck, man!" Oh man, so that was our Stellar Awards.
2: <laughs> I didn't, I didn't know what was going to happen after that. I'm That's glad, funny.
1: I'm glad we ever have Deb on. I mean, it's it's a coveted award, you know. People just don't walk into the Stellar Show podcast and receive guest of the year. Um, but he did a good job, and if you're listening and you want to be a guest on the show and try to contend for that award next year, by all means, hit us up. We'll have you on. Oh, yeah, unless, dude. Just unless your name is not Craig Heiler or <laughs> Andrew Panacho, or um, that, that's about it. <laughs> <laughs> that,
0: that's about all.
1: Um. So now it's playoff time, boys. It's, it's playoff time. But first, I guess before we get into what we're going to do for the playoffs, we shall announce the winner of the pigskin pick'em. Mm. Mr. Matt Sousa. Give it up. Give it up. I'm glad you won won something this year, you son of a bitch. Thank you. Thank you.
2: You know, it's a great honor. I have a lot of people to thank, but I won't. (laughs) Um, (laughs) No, and it's really a shame because you guys were second and third. So the one hell of an offer that we – uh, proposed at the beginning of the year for any listeners to beat us in the pick's and pick'ems Thank to get an
1: award. Ball. Unbelievable. I can't believe I guess the, we're just uh, that good. The pot's gonna have to go up next year. So they're gonna get that award plus something else. And then we'll decide what it is on week one of next year. When we oh
2: yeah, you I think you
1: said that the last picks time. Pick'em. or or with the playoffs here we could do the prize for the playoff pick'em. No,
2: no, no, no. Whoa, 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 whoa. They're not. No, their their prize is it's out the window. It's next Price year. That right. They get
0: to participate in this with us. Yeah, they should be
2: lucky. <laughs> should be By the way, place. I'm pretty sure I won last year too. Where's my prize? Uh, did
1: you check under the tray? Oh no, I didn't. Sorry. Okay. Um, Pigskin Pick'em for the regular season is over. But, ladies and gentlemen, if you want to join us on the Pigskin Playoff Pick'em at ESPN.com. All you gotta do is log in ESPN. You search the Stellar Seller Podcast group under the Pigskin Playoff Pick'em, and you
0: can compete head to head with us. And this one's even easier because when you search, it actually autofills. And it, but right. well, you can fuck with, like the only one that's the Stellar Seller Podcast. So there you go. Yes, yes. So let's get
1: let's get into it. This is the Playoff Pigskin Pick'em with the Stellar podcast. And this wild card round is like none other before. We got six games, three on Saturday, three on Sunday, and that's kind of crazy. I'm excited.
2: Ooh, we got a <clears throat> playoff rematch between the Ravens and Titans.
1: Oh, but we're not there yet. No, we're not. So we're going to start on Saturday at 1:05 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, as you heard it here for us from Dev Clem. His Indianapolis Colts will travel to Buffalo to face the 13 and three Buffalo Bills. They went 13 and three. Yeah, I'm, I'm surprised. Colts are 11 to five. Wait a but minute, yeah, Bills 13 and three, dude. Bills are 13 and three. That is insane to me. Nasty. I picked oh, them to go to the Super shit. Bowl for a reason, my friends. They might just do it because I'm picking them in the playoff picks. Can pick them. Maybe. Me too.
0: Uh, I'm picking the Bills. So we're all in the Bills, huh? And what's this?
1: What do they have? Colts at Bills. Will Stephon Diggs score a touchdown? Hell yeah. Yes. I'm going to say no. You're probably right. I'm saying no. He's going to have a shit ton of yards, but I don't think he's going to get in the end zone.
0: Interesting.
1: It's going to be like
2: Zach Moss, two touchdowns. It's going to be a Josh, Josh Allen Wilson
1: touchdown. It's going to be a fucking Tyler Croft touchdown. <laughs> is he on the team? Yeah, Dawson Knox, too. Dawson Knox. It's going to be uh, – is it Davis? Gabriel Davis. Yeah. He's going to score, and I think Cole Beasley might get in there, too. John Brown's playing. So literally everyone but Stefan Diggs. Yeah, but Stephon Diggs will have, like, nine catches for 115.
0: Not a bad day.
2: Are you uh, going to make me
1: change my answer?
2: Oh, uh, no. No, I did. I clicked no. God damn, I'm switching to yesterday. Because John Brown's back. He sucks. No, I'm just you want to know he what sucks. he did in week 17 when I didn't need him? <laughs> Do yeah, you want to know game what game.
0: my whole team did in week 17 when I didn't need them? Souza, Chris Godwin had his best game of the whole year. Damn. Really? Yeah. He had two touchdowns. That motherfucker.
2: John Brown had uh, 15
1: points. That's pretty good. No, I he had a touchdown. He's a champion.
2: 70 yards and a touchdown.
1: Which of these, pl- do you see this? Am I reading this correctly? Which of these players will record the most passing touchdowns this round? Yeah, I'm
0: seeing it. Mm-mm. I mean, I gotta go with with Josh Allen. So it's between Josh
1: Allen, Tom Brady, Philip Rivers, and Russell Wilson. I'm going with
2: Allen. I'm going with Tom. I'm going with Big Russ. Woo. I just, I just think the Bucks and Tom have a higher probability of throwing touchdowns, while Josh Allen can run some in.
1: And the Seahawks have Chris Carson. The well, thing is, Josh Allen and Tom are going up against two really good defenses.
2: It's a Tom fucking Brady,
1: dude. Yeah, but how do you beat Tom fucking Brady? You got to rush him without blitzing, guy. That's and true. The, and the football team's front four is like none I ever seen. Not since they like the got 49ers Gronk. of last year. Yeah, well, fuck Gronk. He's on the donkeys commercial now. <laughs> Josh Allen, I told you, he's probably going to run a couple in. And let's not sleep on the Colts' D. Phillip Rivers, honestly, this answer might be Phillip Rivers because Buffalo's D is probably the worst D. It says 1% people picked him. I'm going Phillip Rivers. Not 2%. <laughs> 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 but Big Russ against L.A.'s D, that, that, that's a bad matchup too, but – I mean, I feel like Russell will have to pass to. Win. Yeah, I'm going back to Russ. Fuck Philip Rivers. No. Ah, uh, damn it. Oh, I'm going to Russ now. You've convinced me. All right, Tom cool. Brady. Um, who will win this matchup? The uh, number six Los Angeles Rams travel to Seattle to face the Seahawks. Give me the Seahawks. Got to be the Seahawks. They don't even know who's going to start a quarterback between Goff and uh, the
0: other guy. Why? Because so I think Goff is hurt. Goff had to have surgery on his finger. No so
2: this, this could be part of his documentary. It's like, Goff was injured going into the playoffs.
1: Yeah, see, they had a chance for a documentary, and then they messed it up when they only scored. How many points against the three
2: factor? Three. Uh,
1: three. Right, okay. For four quarters. Who will record more receiving yards, Robert
0: Woods or DK Donkey Kong Metcalf? Oh, man, this is actually kind of tough because – It's not tough. Actually, no. Didn't DK Metcalf eat Jalen Ramsey's lunch when they played earlier this year? He ate his oh. ass.
2: Oh, oh, he did. I'm gonna go with Robert Woods. It's gonna be a locket it game.
1: It's a DK game. Yeah, I'm going DK. Ramsey's and been then nasty. And Saturday night, Tampa Bay, Tom Brady's first playoff game as a Buccaneer travels to Washington to face the team with no name, the NFC East champs. The seven and nine Washington football team. I'm picking the Bucks. John Cuff, stand
2: up. Uh, it's the Bucks, but I'd love to see the football team. Win. I'm
1: picking the Bucks, but man, I got a bad feeling. You know, like when Harrison Ford says, I got a really bad feeling about this. Yeah. Uh, I have a bad feeling about
2: this. What
0: about when Harrison Ford says, That's too Yomi Jr.? How
1: about when he says, Never
0: tell me the odds?
1: How about when he says, I know?
0: What about when he shot first? How about when he says, Fett"? <laughs> Boba Fett?
1: Boba um, <laughs> Fett? That was a lot of, uh, of
0: references. Hey, we just lost our entire audience. Though. No, everybody loves Star Wars, right? Not anymore. Oh,
2: How about <laughs> when he found out that Luke was Leia's brother?
0: And he's like, it's wait, you guys Robert. made out.
1: You couldn't believe it. <laughs> Uh, so, Tampa Bay, I'm picking them. Who will have more receptions, Chris Godwin or Terry McLaurin?
0: I'm going to take it, Terry. I'm going Terry. I'm going to pull it over, Terry. What you doing, Terry?
1: Um, who will win this matchup? Now, this matchup on Sunday at 1 o'clock is a rematch of the division round last year when Derrick Henry and the Tennessee Titans walked into Baltimore, and left with a victory, sending the MVP at the time, Lamar Jackson, home to his mommy. It's Maddie- What's you what you your mommy? your mommy? Is
0: that the same guy who wrote the episode of Seinfeld? It might have been. <laughs> Tennessee Titans, give it to me. Yeah, I'm taking the Titans. I know,
1: baby. History will repeat itself. Titans. Is Lamar going to be that guy who can't get out of the first round? Yeah. Is he, he going to be Tony Romo? Is he going to be Phillip Rivers? Is he going to be a trash can? Yes. Me? Is Ryan Dang. Tannehill best quarterback in the league? Well, we know he's uh, the I think so. Who record more
0: passing yards, Lamar Jackson or Tannehill? Tannehill. This is Tannehill. such an easy pick. And honestly, the Titans could lose and Tannehill will still probably have more passing touchdowns than Lamar Jackson because Lamar but Jackson doesn't throw ball. Tannehill
2: all. could throw like eighty yards like he did last year and still win. Yeah Derek Henry, dude. If he gets two fifty, you don't need to pass.
1: Right. Which of these players will record the most rushing yards this round? Nick Chubb, JK Dobbins, Derrick Henry, or David Montgomery.
0: Is there anybody else besides Derrick Henry? Come on
1: now. I mean I'm Nick not gonna Chubb. It's yeah. very possible. It is. It is. But I, I'm not going to bet against a guy who just ran for two thousand. You're right. And on Sunday, this game's actually uh, it's going to be on Nickelodeon. <laughs> no! Oh my
0: god! You're right. Oh
1: my god.
0: Wait, I think they're actually they might be doing something like special during the uh, the halftime, like SpongeBob related. I think they might actually oh, do it because yeah, it's
2: they on do the bubble bowl. Yeah, the bubble bowl again remember that
0: that's the power of change yeah, and people. then squidward was that's just was like nah, here's all, cactus jack sent me here's travis scott
1: <laughs> um yeah they're gonna do like those, <laughs> it was like, like the bubble bowl into astro world and my all my God. senses were just wow. like stimulated when i heard that
2: yeah yeah we were and, like
1: <laughs> peak euphoria
2: um yeah, they're gonna be doing like some like special effects, like googly eyes and explosions, and Dang. they're probably gonna dump slime. Art noise quarterback in the middle of the game.
0: Yeah, instead of Gatorade at the end, it's just uh, slime. It turns into an episode of Double Dare two thousand.
2: Like, if you're um, on the Bears or the Saints, do you feel like you're not being taken seriously by being on Nickelodeon?
0: I think
1: the Saints aren't being taken seriously because they're facing the Bears. They're like, how the fuck are the Bears make the playoffs? At eight and eight. Well.
0: Could've you know been was crazy though? Crazier. Now we gotta pick who wins. I'm picking the Bears. Fuck you. Give me the Saints. <sighs> yeah, I gotta pick the Saints, but you that I would pick be funny. Bears. I'm sick of Drew Brees choking in the playoffs every fucking year. Yeah, but I always fall for it. I always fall for it. And the Bears have a good defense. This would be the perfect team to go in there and knock them off in the first round and then immediately get eliminated next round.
1: But Who's who's starting a quarterback? It's Trubisky, right? Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter? matter. Trubisky's been on fire. If it was Big Dick Nick, I mean, (laughs) I might be switching. I mean. But it's Trubisky. And you don't start Trubisky in the playoffs unless you're (laughs) Panacho. Yeah, yeah. So give me the Saints. Bears at Saints. Will the Saints score in all four quarters? No. Ooh, that's a good question. No. I'm going to say yes. Let me see no. No. That is a good question. Who thought of these? Uh, I did. ESPN. All right. And then Sunday night. Now this, they saved the best for last. This is the game that I'm going to be standing up because I'm going to be believing in yeah. believing. That's gonna be a good one. The Cleveland Browns return to the playoffs for the first time in eighteen years, and they're eleven and five. And they're, they're eleven and five, and they're facing the division-winning Pittsburgh Steelers at yeah. 12 and four. Please, I want nothing more than the Cleveland Browns to send the Steelers home in the first round,
0: but it's not gonna happen. No. No, I think it is. I'm taking the Steelers.
1: I want the Browns to win so bad, but just like in Browns fashion, they're going to lose at the first opportunity they get. That's
2: the first opportunity. Yeah, maybe.
1: Like I said, I'm, I'm going to be rooting for the Browns. My head, my heart says Browns. My head says Steelers. My dick says fuck both these teams. <laughs> Who would record more sacks, Miles Garrett or T.J. Watt?
0: That's no. cool. I'm going to go with Miles Garrett here because I think Baker Mayfield obviously is much more mobile. Uh, I think he'll be able to escape if he's put under pressure. We know Big Ben runs like he's got a load in his pants. Right, but he's big. But he also doesn't run at all.
1: But he's hard to take down.
2: And usually as he slowly topples over, he just chucks it at the last second. He flicks
1: the ball off his pinky at the last minute. I'm going Miles Garrett. I'm going to go TJ Watt. Me too, TJ Watt. Tiebreaker locks. How many total points will be scored this round? That's oh, just, that's am I supposed to know. That? I got to whip out oh, my calculator. 187.
0: Me. Hold on, let me get my. Uh, Actually, that's fucking, a lot of points. How many games are there? two. TI
1: 84 one. graphing calculator to determine this. <laughs>
0: Six games? Six
2: games. So, I'm going to say one game be like 35, 42, 52. 240 points. Uh, another thirty-five.
0: Let's
1: get a forty-six. Um, actually, I'm gonna go two hundred forty-one.
0: I'm gonna go two hundred thirteen.
1: Two fifty-eight.
2: Alright, we'll see. Stupid we'll see
0: question. You see what wins. <laughs> Stupid
2: question. Um, my yeah, that's it. More. Where's the save button? It says I'll change to pre- auto save. Oh, thanks, Mason. How
0: do you? Are you looking at my computer? No, because it says the same thing on my computer. <laughs> I know. I... All right,
1: we can't go. We can't go onto the next round. But based on who we think is going to win, let's just let's just predict the rest.
2: Wait, are we competing for thirty thousand dollars?
1: I hope so. Okay. <laughs> so we got the Bills winning, right? Yeah. And we got the Titans winning, right? Yes. And we got. The Browns winning? No, I do. Or, or the Steelers. I got the Steelers. And Mason so picked the Steelers, too. So that would mean the Bills would have to face the Steelers and the Chiefs would have to face the Titans. Ooh, another rematch from last year. Or if Sousa's thing comes to fruition, it would be the Chiefs facing the Browns and the Titans facing the... Titans facing the. What's we pick? Oh, Bills. Bills and the signs. Um, my AFC championship game is Bills, Chiefs. I'm just gonna skip to that.
0: Okay, what are we doing? I'm giving you my AFC and NFC championship games. Uh, yeah my my NFC. Or my AFC is Bill's Chiefs. My uh, my NFC is probably uh, Packers, Packers, Seahawks, um, if that's even possible.
2: I want to say something like wild that the Chiefs will lose to the Browns or something, and I can just picture a world where Craig curses everybody he sees because he lost to the Browns. But it's going to be Chiefs, Bills, I think.
0: Well, instead, maybe we should just pick the Super Bowl. So then we just have one team from each side. No,
1: I want to I see. We'll go from the, each conference championship and then who you think is going to be in the Super Bowl?
0: Oh, uh, but we don't know what the bracket is. Well, you can pick two
1: random teams to come out of the AFC,
0: and then you pick the one team. Yeah, but we don't know if they can play each other in the AFC championship is what I'm saying. Yeah, the Bills and the Chiefs can what about the Packers and the Seahawks? They can as well. All right, then that's those are my teams.
2: <laughs> All right. So Packers and Chiefs are on this screen.
1: Um, I'm gonna go
2: Bucks Packers, if that's possible. I don't know.
1: Uh, I'd like to
2: see that Brady, uh, Aaron Rodgers, and. I'm going to say Bills Chiefs, and it's going to be Bills Packers Super Bowl, and the Bills are going to win.
1: It's going to be, I'm going to go with you two suits a Bucks Packers and the NFC Championship. I want it to be Bucks Chiefs, and I want Tom Brady to beat the Chiefs. That would be poetic. But I think it's going to be Packers Chiefs. And the Chiefs are going to repeat.
2: In typical Craig fashion.
1: Right. Mason, who's the Super Bowl? The Super Bowl is Packers Bills. You guys are both picking the Bills to go to the Super Bowl. Bills they have win. To. What the fuck's wrong with you? Mason came to his senses. The Chiefs are the best team in the league, and they have been all year. I don't. Yeah, shit. they can get knocked off. Not gonna happen. I thought they were gonna get knocked off twice last year, and they overcame fucking two 20-point deficits. Actually, it was just one.
3: Anyway, I'm picking the
0: Bills to win the Super Bowl. You're mm, let's kidding. go.
1: <laughs> you let's guys, go. Are you picking the Bills to win the Super Bowl, too?
2: Yeah, I did from week yeah. one. I did from the offseason, but now I think Mason just ruined that reality.
1: I need to get new calls. Oh, come on!
2: <laughs> I've
0: that was, uh, that was mean. I'm sorry, but... Look, I'm usually pretty, uh, I hit pretty good in the playoffs. I came in second place in the second season last year. Okay, okay. Well, I hope you're right. I'm glad you're on board. I'm team Bills, bro. Bills Mafia, let's go. Yeah. I have to root for something now because the Patriots just stink, so. You know. I mean, I wouldn't mind seeing the Bills because Josh Allen is a lead.
1: There's nothing I want more than for Josh Allen to send Pat Mahomes home.
0: Oh my god, can you imagine Craig would short circuit?
1: Oh, I
2: would love Craig would that. short
0: circuit if that happened. He'd be like, but Patrick Mahomes is a better quarterback. Oh, Josh Allen, full diaper. Well, yeah, I also want to see Brady
1: beat Pat Mahomes in the Super Bowl.
2: Well, there's a lot of good things that you could possibly get in the future here. There's silver linings in every situation. Two things I don't like. want.
1: I don't want the Steelers. Actually, three things I don't want. I don't want the Steelers to win. I don't want the Chiefs to win. And I do not want the Packers to win. Or the Saints. Four things. So as long as those four teams don't win the Super Bowl, I'm okay.
0: But we all know that the Saints no, – you don't even have to say the Saints not winning because there is no national uh, natural disaster for them You're to right. fucking be like, here's your right. Super Bowl. You're right. Fair enough. Call him how I see him, you know? <laughs> All right. I think that about does it. We got anything to add? Uh no. If if Brady loses to the football team, I'll be very sad. Honestly, that's that's my pick for the Super Bowl. I want the Bucks to win though, obviously. I think the Bills the Bills are like what my head's telling me. My heart is saying Bucks. Come on, baby. Let's go, Brady.
1: I would love to see the Bucks win the Super Bowl just to shove it up the ass of Patriots fans. <laughs>
0: Well, Including Mason, I guess. No, I want Brady to win. I want... Well, actually, I want what? that to be shoved up the ass of people who are fucking... Now, yeah, Belichick, bro. It's fucking Belichick. Belichick is better than Brady. Oh, oh. All right, Mason,
1: <laughs> let me ask you. So you're pro-Brady, right? Yeah. So if you had to, you know, choose between Brady and Belichick, you'd take Brady?
0: Yeah, probably.
1: All right. I just... I just Asking, you know, asking for a friend. Just want to know where you lie. A lot of Patriots fans are kind of in between. Do you think um, – who's the better cause for the Patriots dynasty? Brady or Belichick? Uh,
0: it's Brady. I think this year is a perfect example. But it's not that Belichick's a bad coach. I think that anything this year showed that he's, he's a good coach because that team stunk. And they still went seven and nine. Um,
1: so, so you think? Uh, but
0: but the difference is, is that Brady made up for all of the holes that were in the team before. I you know agree. what I'm saying? I agree. So you had even if you had gaping holes in the team, like you did in 2011, they still went to the to the Super Bowl and played the Giants, where they did not. They didn't deserve to be in the Super Bowl that year. They they weren't that good that year. But you had Brady. Um, you know, I mean. He just covers up for a lot, so.
1: Um, Is Belichick overrated? Uh,
0: I think Belichick, the GM, is definitely overrated. Uh, As a coach, I still think he's he's the best coach. Um, However, I think people do need to cool their jets with his – a lot of people use um, 2008 when they had Castle as an example – um, of why he's such a good coach, but I think that's just stupid because so it's literally
1: the runoff of a
0: team that went six and six. Yeah, they didn't, they, they lost, I don't think, basically anybody from that team. They were poised to, to go for another big run again, and then Brady tore his ACL. So, I mean, I, you know, I, I, I mean, Matt Castle ended up being a pretty decent quarterback too with the Chiefs. He wasn't, you know, I mean, he wasn't like anything to write home about, but he was okay, he was serviceable. Um, You know, and I think more of you can you can argue Bill's success as a coach is when uh, Brady was suspended the first four games of uh, 2016. When you had Jimmy G, uh, and you beat the Cardinals, who were a good team that year, uh, I believe, and then you you destroyed the Dolphins. Uh, Jacoby Brissett came in on short notice on a Thursday night game. They beat the Texans. And then they lost the Bills, but Jacoby Brissett was hurt, so and they didn't really have another quarterback. So I th- they went three and one without break. I
1: was I was discussing this at work with a friend, and you know the argument can be said that obviously they benefit off each other. Do they each win six Super Bowls if they didn't have each other? I don't think so. Yeah. I think the first three were more Belichick on a team that he built. Well, I, sh- I shouldn't even say that he built because some of the players weren't Belichick guys, but to put them in a position to win. Those early 2000s teams were, uh, were something, or I shouldn't say, something to not fuck with.
2: Teamwork makes the dream work. I already worked that. Whereas, whereas the three
1: Super Bowls in the 2010s um, were just, you know, to show you how good Brady was, especially the, was it, what was it, 49 against the Seahawks and the Legion of Boom?
0: Yeah, that was crazy. The comeback, that obviously,
1: that, that's fucking stupid as well. Uh, against the Falcons, and then the last one against the Rams could go either way. You know, yeah, is Brady who had to make the play at the end of the game to seal it, but also the defense that played well the whole game, shutting out
0: that Sean McVay offense. And, uh, yeah. Yeah, I think ultimately I know it's a cop-out answer, but the, the fact of the matter is Brady and Belichick are And the thing is, women. it's yep. tough
1: because you can't prove it because now everyone who's like, see, we don't have Tom Brady – and look what he's doing with Tampa Bay. He's on a winning team with a winning franchise. Yeah. Tampa Bay's team is fucking loaded. Like, I mean, obviously, if Brady goes to a shit bum team, do you think they go eleven and five to make the playoffs? Not necessarily.
0: But you also see what difference a quarterback makes because what right. were they with Winston last year? Like they, four and exactly.
1: 12, also they, they didn't have Gronk and A B. Yeah. And you know and
2: Fournette. Fournette. They, right. I don't think it's fair to judge the court uh the coaching side of it after one year
0: that's to, true too. to prove
2: that he's a good coach without brady you got to give him at least like a couple seasons but here's You're the thing too leaving well, how, with no how, are quarterback. Gonna, how are you
1: gonna judge brady like after like if, if brady like say if he doesn't win a super bowl with the bucks or doesn't make it to the super bowl or doesn't even win a playoff game what do, people will just give the excuse well he's 41 you know he's 42 i think yeah. he's, i think this year alone he's proven that he's he's good regardless yeah. you know i mean like like you give him enough weapons he had how many touchdowns this year like 30 something 40 he had 40 touchdowns
0: yep wow 40, 40 touchdowns 13 interceptions i think he was the best person uh obviously arians was the oc for i think uh big ben his first year like i think he was with luck his first year as well and and then he had winston his first year or or whatever um or like I think the stats I saw were quarterbacks that were with uh, Arians for their first like their first right. year with Arians. Right, right, right. Um, and Brady blew all the other people out of the water by, like, a wide margin. Like, he – like, by touchdowns and yardage, he was up – I think he had the most yards by a pretty considerable amount besides maybe Big Ben. Big Ben was only behind him by, like, 200 yards or something. Um, yeah, Brady but- had
2: one of his best seasons in years. 4,600 yards, 40 touchdowns. He hasn't put up this many yards since um, 2015, but he also had more touchdowns than that year. So You know why? Most touchdowns, too.
1: Why? He's not throwing a fucking short-ass white receivers. White receivers. And these no-names from fucking D3 schools. Oh, what, Jacoby Myers doesn't do it for you? He doesn't, but I mean, like... <laughs> that's why like yeah, I, I'm he can hook it up to in. mike evans for the people and... for the or i should say for the patriots fans were like fuck tom brady no fuck you tom brady deserves every right to do whatever he wants and go wherever he wants because he's earned that he's got to do six super bowls on your franchise like I, I just don't understand the tom brady blasphemy
0: um i don't get it either and I, i never will but That's I mean, why I'm I'm fuck Bill all the way. I mean, uh, you know what I mean to an extent. Right. Yeah, I mean, so coach the pages, but. And I here's mean, the
1: thing. So like, it, and it makes you wonder, like, if Bill just did, not, I'm gonna say, did what Tom Brady wanted him to do. But if he was willing to bring in these guys, I mean, he did bring in Antonio Brown, obviously, but to actually build an offensive team around Tom Brady, Brady would still be good. The other thing, I mean, Tampa Bay's defense was great this year as well. What is, you know, the Patriots defense be that year, especially with all the opt outs, probably not, but you're not going to tell me that they wouldn't be a playoff team in the AFC. Would they, if Tom Brady's on the Patriots this year, do they go 11 and five?
0: Um, I think, yeah, I mean, you have, you at least have a few more wins. You probably have the win against the Seahawks, probably have that win against Kansas city. Uh, you probably have that win against the bills earlier in the season. That's three wins right there. You're at least, uh, at least 10 and six, you know what I mean? So the bottom line is that Belichick needed to swallow his pride and just pay Brady the fucking respect that he wanted with like a two or three-year contract. Because obviously Brady is not slowing down. There has been no decline from him at all, okay? He's still good. He's still the best quarterback to ever play. That's the bottom line. And I don't understand why Belichick – Couldn't get that through his
1: thick fucking skull. So last question before we wrap off. Susan, from an outside party. You're a fan of the Detroit Lions, right? Would you rather rather have them sign Belichick as your head coach or Tom Brady as your quarterback going into next season?
2: Into next season. (laughs) If I was a diehard Lions fan, if. I guess you'd – I feel like I'd rather have Bill because they already have – I mean, Matt Stafford's a a competent quarterback to start with rather than a Stidham or a washed Cam Newton, I'm sorry. But with uh, the talent that they have already with Swift and Galladay and Marvin Jones and uh, a talented quarterback, I think all you're really missing is a a really good coach. I don't think Brady will – Take the team further than uh, than a bill might. I respect that. But they got Patricia. Did they fire his ass? No, they
1: fired his ass. Like with like three or four weeks left in the season. Yeah. Um. That'll do you.
0: That'll do you, man. We're on
1: to twenty
0: twenty one. Hell yeah, maybe. That's right.
1: Right, you guys are gonna watch gonna watch the games this weekend? I'll yeah, okay. try. Right. I'll be a little yeah, busy, awesome. but I'll
2: I'll I'll be watching that Browns game. I'll tell you that.
1: It's gonna be gonna be huge. And then we'll talk about it next week.
0: That's Sounds right. good. See you guys next week. Uh guys, let's get the fuck out of here. Bye bye.